Season 4, Episode 12, Christmas Decor, Minimalist or On a Budget. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Tis the season for overconsumption. Lately, I felt like the message all over social media and on TV is bye, 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 more, more, more. So on today's episode, we will be talking about decorating your home for Christmas on a budget or simply in a more minimalist way. I absolutely agree that the message right now everywhere is just to keep buying. I actually, it's like two days before the end of November when recording this, and I'm completely done with my Christmas shopping so that I don't get carried away next month and can just enjoy my decor. I have done quite a bit of my Christmas shopping. I'm not done decorating. I think you are, aren't you? Yes. I'm not done, but I've gotten, we have like a whole kind of strategy, like, you know, a whole little list of you going through your decorating process if you haven't started yet. Or if you're overwhelmed and think that you just need to start from scratch because you're not happy. Right. So this is more of perfect. Yes. You said that exactly better than I could have (laughs) is basically – and so even if you're not a minimalist, I think that this episode is very important because we're not – neither of us would like claim minimalism, but I feel like I just want this episode to be – a little bit freeing for some people who mm-hmm. feel like that they have to decorate their house like a magazine, like Pinterest perfect every single year. And they're spending way too much money on something that's only in their house for a month. And I think really this whole season, and I mean, overarching in the entire podcast, but this whole season is a lot of that free yourself from feeling like you need a lot of stuff for your house to look good. And more just start to curate what you have so that everything you have in your house is handpicked by you and you're going to love it for years down the road. Yes, totally, totally agree. So our first little part of this episode is going to – Step one (laughs) is going to be talking about defining your personal style. And we talk about this all the time. (laughs) Um, like almost every episode yeah and I think everything just kind of goes back to this subject and if you haven't listened to our episode on defining your personal style it is season two episode six please go and listen to it now I'm not saying that you can't listen to the rest of this episode before doing so but it would help (laughs) you kind of figure out your style and how you can be happy with your home regardless of the season. If you're going to go listen to that right now because you haven't listened to it, think of like, just pause this one right now. Think of that entire episode as step one and then come back. Yes. (laughs) I like that. So basically the reason why we did this as step one is because if you're not happy with your house before you decorate it for Christmas – then you're not going to be, one, you probably won't be happy with your Christmas decorations. And two, you're going to be really sad when you have to take those down, right? We call it- if you are happy with them. Right. Christmas hangover. Yes, the Christmas decor hangover. We have a whole episode about that. That was one of our very, very first episodes. So Mm -hmm. sorry if it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) We've changed a lot. We've grown a lot in the past two years, almost two years that we've done this. Yes. 
And that was like literally maybe episode three. It was very early. Like Jacqueline said, you're not going to be happy with your Christmas decor. Or if you are happy with your Christmas decor, you're going to be sad when you take it down. And that's because you might be using your Christmas decor to fill space for things that you don't like about your normal decor instead of just complimenting your existing decor. So if there's one point that you can take away from this point, it's that your seasonal decor should be a compliment to your regular decor and not in place of or the only decor that you have in your house, if that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. And before we go any further, if you haven't figured out your personal style yet, or if you haven't implemented your personal style in your house and you're not happy with your decor, don't let that stop you from decorating for Christmas. And don't let that stop you from picking out new Christmas decor if you are going to buy it. Just be more mindful about what you're buying and keep your style in mind that entire time. So that way, when you do add your personal style elements and in your everyday decor, your Christmas decor will still complement it. Yes, for sure. For sure. I, I think you can be in the Christmas spirit no matter what, even if you're in a temporary living situation. Right. You know, there's a lot of like if you're in college and school, whatever. I definitely think that's a great point to mention. And then also kind of be aware that your Christmas decor isn't a Band-Aid for your regular decor. So if you're not happy with, you know, like don't feel like that you have to just keep decorating for Christmas and eventually you'll get happy because you might not. So kind of just keep that in mind. Not saying that you Mm -hmm. can't love your stuff, but it's like, does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to magically make you like the rest of your decor or it's not going to, you know, you're, you're not going to, if you're not happy with your decor, you don't want to just live for Christmas decor. You want to right. be able to continue to love your decor year round and not just no, and you also, know, the end of November and December. Also, keep that in mind because maybe you're a person who doesn't spend money on dec- you know, your house and like uh, mm-hmm. the aesthetics of your house, but you spend a lot of money on Christmas decor every year. Maybe save some of that budget for stuff that you will be able to enjoy all seasons. That's kind of my advice too, because I know people who go all out, like all over their house, all the lights and stuff, all that's really expensive. And if you just did a few simple things and you don't have to spend a lot of money. And that's another thing is we have a lot of, um, not just people who are budgeting because they have to, but because Mm -hmm. you should, and because you should be a good steward of your money and you, um, become a slave to your possessions. And I don't think that your happiness is like dependent on decor. I think I like kind of phrased that in the, I I don't want people to think that while they're listening to this, because your happiness should be in things that aren't material, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to love your space, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) And if you are spending a lot of money on Christmas decor and not the rest of your house, figure out why. Because it might be that you have found those perfect Christmas decorations that make you excited to buy them, and you just haven't found that yet for your house. And so if you do put that money aside to budget for your house year-round, take the time to find decorations that you're just as excited about as your Christmas. And I think that perfectly leads us into point number two, or step number two, which is picking a theme. Absolutely. This is a huge one. And before we get into this too much, we want to stress this is does not have to be an actual theme. Just like a, a cohesive not like look. A, yeah, not like a theme theme if you don't want yeah. it to be. But it could it be. It can definitely be. Yeah, Christmas themes are fun. Go for it. So for your theme, it should center around either 
what, a color palette, a pattern, mm-hmm. or it could be a theme theme. Like my mom does 12 Days of Christmas. And then mm-hmm. this year, weirdly enough, like we both are adding Nutcracker kind of theme stuff to our Christmas decor. She's doing Nutcracker for some a special event, and I'm doing Nutcracker for my house um, a little bit. That. Kind of get into more of that later. <laughs> and then my theme, because that is more of a theme theme, my theme is not a distinct theme. It's more just traditional Christmas. I use a lot of Royal Stewart tartan, which partially is – it's like kind of my family tartan – but also it's just that very traditional Christmas plaid, the reds and the greens. And I want our house around Christmas. I'm not usually a traditional person, but I want it to feel like Christmas, like more nostalgic. And so that's why I use those plaids and those red and greens and very, very traditional, but it's not necessarily a theme. Yeah. I love those, that red plaid too. I wish that the Fraser family tartan was as, uh, easily accessible as the I know I got really lucky and I say kind of because we are stewards but we're not like royal stewards so I'm claiming it though still in the same clan exactly (laughs) um anyway so um yeah so I I love plaids though I love them and with my theme theme is I'm not I'm not like going all crazy nutcracker, like, but like, I'm not going to have a themed tree. If this makes sense, I have a thing against all themed trees, unless it's like in a kid's room or like in a formal room, maybe. Um, Or if you live in the Biltmore and have a tree in every room of your house. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you're just straight up loaded, that's fine. But for a normal (laughs) family tree, I think it's a little weird if you don't have like personal ornaments because it just feels very hotel lobby-esque and not living room. (laughs) I used to get – I used to get in arguments with my mom about this because our tree growing up for a long time was themed. And we'd have a couple of personal ornaments on there, but not a lot because they weren't on theme. And my mom is not even a big fan of decorating the Christmas tree. So it was me and my dad that did it. I'm like, this is weird because it doesn't show our family. And yeah, I finally and convinced them to you know, change away from that. But Apparently, uh, my Nana used to have like a blue tree, which I love blue too. I get it from her. <laughs> but and that my mom had to place tinsel strand by strand. She didn't like clumped tinsel. She liked individual tinsel placed around the whole tree with blue ornaments. I mean, that I think- sounds fun, but a lot of work and also a lot of blue. Yeah, well, you know, Which you is- know, my blue. I love my blue and white. So well, okay. I do too. And my entire house is blue. So maybe that's what I'm like. I'm picturing that in my house, and I'm like, oh, blue overload. That'd be too much. What I'm talking about, so I'm not talking about a theme tree and I'm not talking about like too much nutcracker stuff, but the things that I will do that are nutcrackery is my wrapping paper will be nutcrackery. Mm-hmm. And then I'll buy like, I just bought this nutcracker platter. I'm trying to find a good nutcracker kitchen towel. I'll do not nutcracker cocktail napkins. We're going to go to the nutcracker. And I think that's like what sparked all of this is that my friend Sarah and her boyfriend and my husband and I are going to go to the Nutcracker. And so I bought those tickets and that like really kicked off my holiday Christmas spirit. 
again, <laughs> Nutcra- so- because of that, Nutcrackers also feature prominently in all of your Fraser Lynn communications. Yes, and right it's now. all over my Fraser Lynn stuff. I just went <laughs> Nutcracker crazy. I like got these beautiful watercolors, so I'm like obsessed with Nutcrackers yes, right now. So I'm gonna use that like throughout, you know, my whole little Christmas. But I'm not gonna do like such crazy nutcracker i'll probably add some well actually i do have some on my mantle usually for christmas because those are our stocking Mm -hmm. holders um so i'm just going to do like little touches it's not going to be that crazy but and part of the reason why i'm doing that is because eventually and last year i started i want to do more of my like swedish heritage with christmas Mm -hmm. and uh saint lucia i talked about this last year is just such a big part of that and she's a cute little figurine and so it's like i'll put her with the nutcracker stuff and then it'll be like I don't know. I just don't oh, want to match. Like, right. It'll match because it's like she's a little doll, like nutcrackers are little dolls, you know, so it'll all go together. But it's like not just a bunch of like little blonde girls because that would be insane. <laughs> a little, just a whole lot of little Kirsten American girls everywhere. Yeah. I have like a mini version of her too. That's like with three inches sweet- tall in her St. Lucia like costume. Yeah, with her little sweet buns and things. So yeah. Um, anyway, I just love that <laughs> holiday. It's so cute. So I'm going to kind of like tie the two together long term. Oh, so I that's that. why I was like, okay, I'm going to start getting Nutcracker stuff. And you're so right. I forgot about the Fraser Lynn, my jewelry brands, all my holiday stuff's Nutcracker. <laughs> like <laughs> all my like public or my marketing materials, not the jewelry itself. <laughs> Picking a theme just really helps flow. Mm-hmm. From room to room and from you know, if you get things from different stores, it really just like, it just helps it flow. Absolutely. Because especially if you get things from different stores, and if you are going for a color palette, if you're getting things from other stores, and you know that you're doing, you know, silvers and blues, it doesn't necessarily matter what shade of blue you're getting, because at different stores, they're going to be different colors. But when you have that cohesive look, a little change in colors isn't going to matter because it will still be very obvious what you're trying to achieve. And when you go into, you know, from your living room into your dining room, you don't feel like you're in a completely new house. You're in the well, same environment. Yeah, I I totally agree. And that takes us like really, really well into, <laughs> did you have anything else? No, that with, was it. Okay, the theme, Because it takes us really, really well into our third mm-hmm. step, whatever point, which is to strategize (laughs) or make a plan. So keep talking about. Like with decorating your house in general, you don't try to do everything at once. With your Christmas decor, take one room at a time. Pick which room you want to screen Christmas when you walk into it. You want to feel most like Christmas and start there because that's probably where you're going to put the bulk of your energy, the bulk of your budget. So for me, that's kind of It's mostly my living room, a little bit my dining room, but that's scaled down. And that way, almost everything has Christmas on it. Our couch has Christmas pillows. We've got the tree, of course. We have our nativity. We have our stockings. And then when you go into my dining room, because it's scaled down, it's the centerpiece. It's the table setting, but not so much very much else in the room. And then my kitchen is almost nothing. And it doesn't feel weird because there's that progression because I wanted that living room to be so full of Christmas that I put all of my energy there. Yeah. Kind of going back to the shopping at different stores Mm -hmm. is I did this with my fall decor. So if you follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Humble, Jackie's at JV Alexander 16. But, you know, if you just want to give us a little follow. Uh, (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) 
for fall and Christmas is that or not fall and Christmas, but for like fall and even like Halloween ish. Um, because mm-hmm. I did a spot on a local television show, and so I like had to decorate for Halloween, which I've never really done before. I've just always decorated for harvest season. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I went to from store to store and uh, took a bunch of pictures of items. And then I even, and I made sure to include the price in my pictures of the items. Cause even though you're in the store, you're like, Oh, I'll surely remember that this plate was $5. No, you, you won't. won't. <laughs> so take a picture. Of, yes. Take a picture of the item and the price. And that is something that I learned from my buying days when I used to manage a boutique in Augusta is I, when we would be at market is I would take pictures of everything that even if I like didn't necessarily love it and knew that we weren't going to buy it, I would take a picture of it if I thought that maybe it would match something that I would find in another booth that I would end up pairing later. Does that make sense? So if you're kind of into savvy shopping, and I know that not everyone has the time or energy to do this. Some people just like it all laid out for them and they're going to pay for the convenience. I'm not like that. I like to sort through things. I like to thrift. I like to get the cutest thing for the best deal. That's like my headspace. So I know that not everyone can do that, but you can do a lot of this online. And so Mm -hmm. you can kind of do the same thing and make sure that you save links of things because you can get like real deep into Amazon or real deep into Target. And then if you search the name of it, it like won't pop up later. So save the like URL in a note, put a description, put a price, and then you can go through it and kind of compare and order. And also if you are looking a lot on Amazon and maybe you want to do a little bit of price comparison, but you don't have that time or you don't want to take that time to do it. If you create an Amazon wish list and you find things that you like on Amazon, it will let you know if the price drops. So you can kind of watch it to see when the price is going to be the best for you. Yeah, that's a great point. And like I said, I know not everyone has this much time to devote to it. I'm just crazy. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and um, also like make a list as you're going through these stores or you're doing this price matching, you're going to start to notice what you're looking for. Cause at first you mm-hmm. might go in just, I'm looking for this feeling. I'm looking for this theme. And then you'll end up being attracted to certain items because you realize what you need. So make a list of what you need, what you'd like, and then start paring it down. And then also from there, decide what you want absolutely this year and what you can hold off on. Because if you can hold off on it, and wait until after Christmas, there's going to be huge sales and you can save a lot of money. And that's how you got your tree, right? That's how I got my current tree and probably how we'll get our next tree. Because my tree is $25 the day after Christmas, pre-lit, six and a half feet tall, a little Charlie Brown. We're ready for an upgrade, but we're waiting until after Christmas. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, definitely deciding the essentials, which you started to talk about, is very mm-hmm. important. And figuring out... Like walk through your house and figure out, like write down, okay, I need throw pillows for couch or one one throw blanket for accent chair or something. Like seriously, make right. a list. We are all about iPhone notes or Galaxy. What do you have? A Google Pixel? A Pixel. A Pixel, Pixel notes, whatever kind of notes you have on your phone. Uh, <laughs> They're I called just keep like, notes on Google, just okay. FYI. Keep notes because then you have it with you when you're at the store and you can add to it. On my iPhone mm-hmm. note, I can make little things like buttons that I press that mark like click off, like check off boxes. Same with Google. So you yeah. can 
chances are your phone has something you can use for this. <laughs> right. And it just makes you feel great when you're like checking off those boxes. And then you're, okay, we'll get into more of this later, but you're not necessarily overbuying, which is good because I do that a lot. I just buy like a bunch of stuff that's cute, but I'm not buying yes. strategically. And then I end up spending more money because then I have to buy more stuff. And then I can't part with the things that's cute because it's already in my house with the tags off. So um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So decide like which... Um, and you might have a few things that you switch out seasonally. Like for me, I know my mantle is going to be changed every season. Mm -hmm. If you have a throw blanket, maybe it's your front door wreath. That's how I am. I have a new wreath for every single season. And so uh, it could be furniture tops, like your piano top. My mom does the little town of Bethlehem in her house. Um. And like the complete little town of Bethlehem, not just like the stable no it's like it has roman guards and everything it's intense mm -hmm. so um definitely make notes of those kind of things you might be adding accents to your bookshelves or to your mantles china cabinet whatever make little notes about that absolutely like for me i always change so my centerpiece is almost always this like galvanized steel like tray i don't know what to call it with little milk jars in the like slots. And then I change out what's in those milk jars for the seasons. So in the fall, I put dried wheat, but then for Christmas, this is something that I wrote down on my list last year. And then I went and price matched it and found some holly berry stems to replace mm -hmm. the wheat. And so, I mean, go through your room or your house room by room and make note of everything you want to add. And I saw today that uh, Michael Ann Smith, who we had on the nester, is she was changing out prints in her house. So she has mm -hmm. picture frames and then she uses this that too. one artist. And then it was maybe some sort of hymn, like Christmas carol lyrics or something that she was switching out. And so you can change out the art on your walls. That's not something that I would personally do. I do have like a letter board that I change, but um, I, I mean, there's, it just depends on like what your style is, I guess. Absolutely. Cause I, so I changed my letter board and then I have a picture frame on one of my shelves in my living room that I change oh, out cute. and I have I think it's actually from the same artist um, that Michael did. I have Oh Come Let Us Adore Him lyrics in it right now. Oh, really? Yeah, see, that's just not – but that's not my thing. I don't like decorating with stuff right. with words on it, really. So, like, my letter board, which is, like, yeah. in my office area, so that's, like, my thing. But everything – like, that's not – you know? And so it just depends on what your thing is. Um, garlands, yeah. I don't, you know, flowers and vases. We'll get more into that mm -hmm. later. So our last step – which I've said the steps every time this time. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it works. <laughs> Our last step is putting it all together, actually decorating your house. And that is a nicer way. I, when we were writing these down, we were brainstorming these yesterday. And I said, okay, no, number four is going to be execution. And Jackie's like, that is so sterile. <laughs> like you need like a nicer. And I mean, granted, that's what it is. You're executing your plan. But it just sounds. So weird for Christmas, especially. I don't know. It's like every single time I was reading it, it was like Marie Antoinette, like off with your head. I don't know. <laughs> but not that kind of execution, but like actually decorating. Your angel on your tree is completely safe. <laughs> you don't have to worry about what it. Let cake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so actually decorating your house. Okay, Jackie, do you want to start? <laughs> so – once you have your list and you 
figure out what you want to buy now, what you want to buy later, and you've done some, you know, whatever level of price matching you're going to do, start to buy the items. And then from there, just start putting them places. And you probably, because you have a list, have an idea of where you're going to put them. But if something doesn't look right, move it and see if it works somewhere else. And maybe you'd be surprised and you'll be like, oh, I never thought about putting, you know, this little figurine here. Oh, you know, I bet the rest of the year I could have a cute little figurine here and it will fill the space the same way. Definitely don't take your tags off until you're happy with it and even like live Mm -hmm. with it a little bit. I don't think that's bad as long as you're not, you know, drinking coffee out of the mug or (laughs) Or like sleeping on it or like wearing it, you know, (laughs) but live with it for a day or two and just move it. Make sure one of Jackie's, uh, Jackie's husband, Drew, he's big on like functionality. Jordan, I think if I really wanted like a huge plant in the middle of the room that he would walk around, (laughs) bump his head on, whatever it is, he would like probably, whereas Drew would be like, Jackie, this gotta go. We had a coat rack. It was a wall-mounted coat rack that looked like a traditional coat rack where it was like rounded. Mm -hmm. We had it hanging up for six months and then Drew was like, I can't take it anymore. You have to take that down. I've hit it three times. So yeah, he would – he might live with it for a little while, but he'd make me move He's just more into like functionality. So live with it a little bit and rearrange it. Don't be – just because like something doesn't look like exactly what you had in your head, that's okay because you can make it look better. It's kind of what I think. Right. And there's a lot of times where you have something in your head that doesn't exist yet. Right. And so you have to get close and then figure out, like Jacqueline said, figure out what to do to make it look better and be closer to your vision. And I would say that it would be better to live with it a little bit and then figure out what you need to add versus mm-hmm. just like buying too much up front. I absolutely I can if you're good at going back and returning things, you know yourself more than um you know anyone else. So if you're good at like keeping record, keeping your receipts and going back and returning stuff, then you can buy more than you need. But if you're not and you know it's just going to end up, you know, in the guest bedroom not used, it, and then you're, you know, and then come January, you'd be like, oh man, I forgot to return that. Uh, don't buy it. So take pictures of everything, keep records of it, and then go back and get it. Yeah. If you're like me, I have curtains in my guest room that I still haven't put up because they don't work with my house and I never return them. And it's been like three years. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I buy Christmas decorations a little bit at a time. I usually, I make that plan. I make that list that we talked about. And then when I go out shopping, I pick one main thing from that list and that's my goal for the day. So I don't end up buying everything on my list and then realizing I don't need it all. And if you're listening to this, then you might be young, you might be a millennial like us. And so you're going to be building upon your purchases year after year. So don't feel like you have to like buy every single little thing this year. Because really with create a theme that you're going to be happy with year after year and you can change it. You know, it doesn't have to be you're set in this theme forever, but a base, a base Mm -hmm. theme that you're happy with so that next year, even if you want to change your theme, you can still build on what you already have. And like, you know, with Jacqueline's adding nutcrackers and, you know, her Swedish heritage to create a cohesive theme from the two, you can do something like that without having to start over every single year. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. And I had one last point like within this one, which is there's other ways to spread Christmas cheer than decorating every square inch of your house. (laughs) 
Absolutely. So whether that's from like the scent of your candles to the music that you play, or if it's the meals that you cook for dinner every night, you might just be incorporating Mm -hmm. more seasonal decor or using like green and red together, you know, like little ways like that. You can really enjoy the Christmas spirit without burdening yourself with all this stuff that you will only use one month out of the year. And also remember when you're shopping, going off of that, one, you have to put it all out. You have to put it in place every year. And then you have to pack it up and put it in storage every year. And so you don't want too much stuff because then you're going to feel like you're just moving it back and forth and you're never going to have time to actually enjoy it. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. You shouldn't make – putting it up shouldn't be laborious and taking it all down shouldn't be that laborious either. And I have some right. easy things that I do that isn't necessarily like decor decor. And I talk about this a lot and okay. I'll be brief on it. But my cocktail napkins that I always switch out, that's something, an easy mm-hmm. thing, a $3.99 thing that you can do. Um, your dish soap, you can get cutesy little containers or just like tie a holiday bow around your soap dispenser. Seriously, you can make it easy. Even like your paper. Or just get Christmas scented. Yeah. Um, like hand soap mm-hmm. because then like every time like you rub your hands together because it's cold you get a little whiff and you're like oh yeah it's Christmas I have juniper berry hand soap in my bathroom for that reason <laughs> um, exactly and because it's my dog's name juniper <laughs> even your paper towels get the Christmassy ones when you're shopping because mm-hmm. it puts you in the mood Lay out Christmas magazines that you get in the mail on your coffee table. Set out Christmas platters that you might use when you're entertaining, but set them out like as trays for keys. Kind of like use stuff that you would use for baking like around the house. Um, I use cutting boards for decorations. I set them out on my counter. So just setting those things out so you can see them hanging up like maybe a holiday sweater on your coat rack to kind of remind you. So it's like an easy way to display things that aren't necessarily like decor decor. And then also incorporating free elements like nature, go clip some pines. If you live in the South, then you have They're everywhere. pine that you can clip. And even like if you have a vase, just put them in vases around the house. Seriously, you don't have to put fresh flowers in there. You can just put greenery. So those are my um, like when this goes out when this goes out I'll try to remember to take a picture of my entry table because I have a like uh what's it called watering can on it uh-huh. but I change that out every season and it's usually fake flowers because I kill things and I don't want to be replacing my flowers every single week for just me and Drew and so I've got some pine in there I've got some like fake and um, poinsettias, some holly berries. So I'll post a picture to show some easy ways that you can use that greenery without it feeling like you just stuck greenery in a pot. Awesome. Yeah. So that's all I really have. I would love to see mm-hmm. home decor pictures and Christmas decor pictures in our Facebook group. It's the Millennial Homemakers. Just request to join and we'll accept you. We have like 200 or 300 we're at like 250 right now, Two, I think. 250 members um, that are awesome, and we love that little community. So definitely give us an ad. And once you're in the group, or if you're already in the group and you didn't notice this, we have a 2018 holiday photo album. So you can upload your pictures there. That way you don't have to worry about being bombarded when other people are adding their pictures. They're all going to be in the album. You can get tons of inspiration. We can get inspiration from you, and we just want to see what you're doing around your house. Totally agree. And don't forget to follow us uh, 
follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers. I'm at Jacqueline Humble and Jackie is at JV Alexander 16. And yeah, Merry Christmas, y'all. This I am so excited. This is my favorite time of year to like create content for. So <laughs> yes. And I think Jacqueline mentioned it last year during our 12 days of Christmas, but during the Christmas season, the program we use to record, you put your name in, and every time Jacqueline changes it to Christmas. So right now, she's Mrs. Claus. This is my first episode that we're recording where I, like, didn't put Jacqueline Humble. I just put Mrs. Claus, because I like to get into spirit. So, yep. All right, y'all. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye.